I don't know about you guys, but uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do any more splits after watching this movie. <laughs> I like I did it anyway, I tried to do it and it's not as easy as it looks. Dude, I feel like all I want to do are splits, dude. Like, just grab two random chairs. Freaking Van Damme, dude. Like, that's literally... He would just find two random chairs and just start doing the splits out of nowhere, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. Uh, it just, there must have been in his contract of how many splits he's got to do in this movie, right? Because it's like 10, 10 splits in this movie, dude. <laughs> I think dude, I saw going, I think I saw like, him washing dishes and he was doing splits. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It was crazy. It was just, dude, there's, a, there's literally a part in this movie where... He does the splits, and he uh, and he uh, he gets dragged like while doing the splits on the mat. And I was like, "What the heck, dude? Like that's like a special move that they just like busted on that dude." <laughs> that it's oh my god, dude. Oh, before we do that, let's get uh, into the intros for this episode. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. I am, woo, woo, woo. am one of your co-hosts. I'm the con. Dang, you yelled so loud, the mic went out, dude. Hey. I love it. I love it. We got Jay. What up, Jay? What up, what up? Jay, as we were talking about these movies, are you, like, flashbacking back to when you were five? Yes, Because both of these movies, dude, I mean, that's for sure right there. Forever five, when we were talking about these movies, dude. Dude, these are, like, these are essential movies of my childhood, dude. These shaped who I am. That's why, like I said, I... I just can't stop doing splits, dude. Exactly. I'm dude. Straight up doing like male splits everywhere I can, dude. Jeez, dude. Well, we would not be complete if we don't have Uno in the house. Uno. Uno isn't here today. Oh, shoot. It's me, McMasters. <laughs> and I can't wait to jump in with this Jackson talk. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jackson, ja- uh, not Jackson, uh, freaking McMasters is our uh, Macho Man movie night correspondent, dude. Yes, he, yes, he is. Anytime we watch one of these Macho Man movies. Correspondent is for college degrees. I'm a guru, self-taught <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad McMasters is here for this movie because, oh, my gosh, this movie. Jay, this movie. Just, I, I just, I just can't, dude. I, I. I, when can I, I just re- can I just okay. reiterate the fact that we are by far like the most amazing podcasters in the world to come up with this idea to watch these amazing movies, dude. I am like over like I honestly don't I, I just can't, dude. I just can't compute how my heart is full right now with <laughs> watching Short Circuit and then watching Bloodsport. I like. I just I can't, dude. It's I definitely can't, really can't. it's definitely. I have re- to agree with you, man. <laughs> Once we get this little chump Uno out of the way, McMaster's <laughs> in the big seat. <laughs> we got nothing but heat on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do some push-ups. <laughs> so while McMaster's does some push-ups, real quick, uh, this this movie, man, I I just I didn't realize how bad the acting was. <laughs> what? 
dude, the acting. Bro, you better take that back right now, dude. Bro, the acting. What a roundhouse to the face with that kind of comment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bro, the acting was, I think what made it even worse was how hard they were trying. <laughs> and they were, uh, how hard they were dare. trying to do, I mean, come on, bro. I mean. With that JCVD slander right now, dude. Oh, dude. I don't and know I, about I, you, little wiss. <laughs> little wiss? Little what? <laughs> little what? Dude, bro, he's like keep an open mind. Dude, I, I'm gonna play that clip for you too, and you, you'll hear it. I was moved, man. I was moved. Uh, you'll hear it, dude. And we'll we'll do it. So I don't even know where to start, dude. Like where? I mean, first of all, I'll tell you guys right now. This movie was made in 1988. All right, budget for this movie was 1.5 million. Hey, the movie made 65 million dollars, dude. Yes, dude. It made money, dude. It made money. Say that one more time, dude. Sixty-five million dollars, okay? And it was it budget was one point five million. It Ooh. made it made money. So I heard a, uh, a I heard a interview with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, and you know how much he got paid for this movie? Twenty five thousand dollars for this movie. Dude. What? What? <laughs> Who got paid twenty five thousand dollars for this movie? Dude, bro. He John carried Van Damme is so poor. <laughs> he carried this movie with the muscles from his gluteus maximus, dude. Yes, dude. Bro. Oh my. And we're gonna talk about his gluteus maximus. I'm sorry, because that one scene, bro. Dude. We gotta talk I, about I, that, dude. <laughs> I, I I at first didn't understand where I got my sex appeal from, where I got all my sexual moves from. Oh, it was it from I, that? I understand, dude. I, like I, I understand how I lured my wife into this, this relationship, and it was through the Jean Claude Van Damme move. She gotta see my buns, dude. So butts, the the the, the butts, the butts. That's all it is, man. Oh I my just, god! I'm, I'm literally just waiting for her to like just crack open her eyes in the morning, and then I'm like, oh, oh shoot, my my freaking nalgas, uh, and I just have to like cover them. But the whole time I'm just waiting for her. That to scene, up. bro. That scene looks like he was waiting for the actor to say. Action and that fool was with his butt out and then put his underwear back on, dude. Like it was, it was so obvious that that's he was in that pose for more than five or ten minutes waiting for the director to say action and then the camera gets on him and he's like, Oh, put my butt underwear up, dude. And those chonies, too, like, those are like chonies, 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 dude. They're like, uh, yeah, you're right, they're like little kid underwear, dude. What the hell, dude. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but those are the kind of undies I wear. I'm sure it is, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. sure. I, like, I like a nice little squeeze on my glutes, man. Except when yours are probably around, when you're running around practicing your football sprints. You want your second place, guys. <laughs> that <laughs> oh is my true, God. dude. Uh, for real, I mean, it makes sense with all the splits that he's doing and everything. He needs the extra support, dude. Like, like, I know you really want possible. your nuts in place too. When you're throwing roundhouse to someone's face, man. Bro, can we can we really quickly? I mean, this won't take long. Let's really quickly talk about his whole wardrobe. His outfit is, I mean, it literally looks like the the muscle shirt that Uno's wearing, except lower cut. He's wearing a low cut muscle shirt. I'm sorry, McMaster's. Yeah, a man, low yeah. cut muscle shirt with a leather jacket. Like, yes, dude, <laughs> like, right. what's up with that look, dude? Like. He's got that low-cut muscle shirt that's really low, I'll down to his navel. Timeless, you little sucker. <laughs> and he's wearing a leather jacket and pleated, Dude, pleated slacks. Really quick, 
dude, freaking JCVD in this movie with like I feel like his Kumite outfits are whack. But anytime that dude's like out on the streets, like dude, that dude is as the kids say is a vibe, dude. This dude <laughs> is straight up like he is dripping with freaking swag, dude. I love all his outfits in this movie. Every single one of these outfits are amazing, dude. He's, he's like rocking like that big flowy, like mustard colored shirt. Ooh, boy. Yes. I was like, dang, this guy looks, this guy looks legit. Dang, dude, are you, do you, I mean, it sounds like you got, you got a little man crush on JVCD, dude. Oh, no doubt. Dude. JCVD, actually. No doubt whatsoever, dude. He honestly, uh, like, uh, my even my Siri got excited, dude. <laughs> it's like what? Sorry, <laughs> got excited. Dude, we're talking about JVCD, uh, JCVD, and it just. Uh, dude, can we just can we just say freaking JCVD is in immaculate shape in this freaking movie, dude? Like he straight up looks like a freaking. He looks like a like an action figure, dude. Doesn't even look real. He does, dude. Any moment they have a scene where they can focus on his muscles, they do it, dude. But. All right, so let, why don't we start off real quick? They say that this movie is a is a true story based on the life of a guy named Frank Dukes, where he actually oh, fought. Frank Dukes, like put up your Dukes, like put up your Dukes. And of course, the story is disputed. We'll talk about it a little bit about that later towards the end. But he, it's it's a uh, he is a uh, a guy who was trained by. Uh, like his neighbor or something, and we're gonna play this scene right now. And the movie starts off with probably the longest flashback in film history, dude. Like the first part of this movie is all flashback, dude. Dude, I I had to write that down because in the beginning I put, dude, this is like '80s filmmaking at its best because it was like the fighter montage right at the beginning of the movie, and then after that it was a flashback. And then it was the training montage, and that was like all within like the first fifteen minutes of the film. And then they freaking like they like wrap it all up with it being the whole thing was a flashback. I was like, wait, what the heck? Like this is insanity, dude. dude. The like, whole a flashback within a flashback. It's like almost the whole what first twenty minutes of the movie or something are all flashback. Yes. It's all yes, flashback, dude. dude. It's just like and and they try to. It's almost like they're putting. Like two hours worth of film or movie uh, of uh, um, movie backstory. Uh, backstory. Thank you, movie backstory in these twenty minutes of flashback. I mean, there's a point where the 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 surrogate father, I guess, is 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 master Tadoshi, whatever, right, is um, telling him uh, that he's afraid. Oh, this he's afraid of losing his. His uh, uh, family again, because his first family died in Hiroshima. That's wait, that's like another story right there. It's <laughs> yeah. like a whole movie there already. And we're like, wait, what? We're going oh, back to Hiroshima, shoot. guys. Hold on, before we continue, the Beta Report has to write that prequel, dude. Has to write how the freaking Chidoshi lost his fam- his first family in uh, in Hiroshima, while it was like during a Kumite day, dude. We have there, to. Uh, there you go. Do we have to do it? We have to write that, dude. So let's talk about this flashback real quick. We just go back. It's where we meet young Frank Dukes, right? And uh, he breaks into the house of the the guy who's gonna train him or whatever, right? He he breaks into the house 
um, gets beat up by the kid that lives there, by the, this man's son. And he lifts him up. And we got to talk about this. I'm going to play this scene because, guys, when I saw this, dude, I I was a little kid. And, and I heard this guy talk. And I'm not, I mean, no offense to anybody. But when I heard this guy talk, I thought he was special needs. Like, <laughs> wow. Seriously. Like, it's not even, I'm not trying to be funny. I, it just totally comes out that way. And I'm, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to play that so you guys can see exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, you guys will see what I'm talking about, dude. Let me share the screen here. You guys will see it. Here we go. Technology. Hmm. We'll get it going. You must earn it. I wasn't going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is my favorite part, dude. You can flinch. You have fighting spirit. You're not gonna call the cops? <laughs> not if we... I can't do it. <laughs> you're, not, you're not gonna call the cops? Hey, props to them to try to find like a uh, like another kid, or they try to give him the same like JCBD accent, because um, that's pretty amazing, dude. Uh, well, let's just talk about this kid real quick and what happened here. If you guys can look and you'll see this guy, dude. You guys can see my screen, right? Yeah. This guy is wearing a San Francisco Giants baseball cap and a New York <laughs> Giants jersey. Now, what what's going on here? Is he just generally a fan of Giants? Just giants. Just giants? Or or was it that the wardrobe person, they told him, hey, we need you to go get giant stuff. And he's like, oh, okay. He has no idea about sports and just goes to this a- This is giants on it. Yeah. To, just goes to a sporting goods store and said, hey, can I give giants uh, outfits and, and jerseys? And they're like, okay, here you go. And they gave him a MLB Giants, San Francisco Giants cap and a New York Giants jersey. It's like, what? Oh, my gosh, dude. Two different sports. Sick. I want to say that he's just, because of the way he was talking, <laughs> that he's just a Giants. Like, he likes just regular Giants. Like, right. I like Giants. That's it. And that's why he's wearing that stuff. Oh, shoot. That's amazing. Dude. I thought that was hilarious when I saw that, dude. I was like, wait, what? Um, But, Jay, you wanted me to play a scene, and I'm going to go ahead and play it. This is still all flashback, dude. This is... Freaking insane, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, dude. I think it's uh, yeah, right around right here, right? Father to son, father to son. <laughs> son. Don't you dare, dude. Now, here you go. Stop. This is your, your Shakespearean acting. Teach me. I can do mm. it. You are not Japanese. You are not a Tanaka. You taught me using any technique that works. Never to limit myself to one style. To keep an open mind. <laughs> to honor you, Shidoshi. To open dude, mind. I didn't feel that, dude. Open mind. We're oh doing that now, dude. God, I'm going to tell Claudia, That's keep an open mind. From here on out, I will take no JCVD <laughs> slander 
when it comes to his freaking acting, dude. That was keep an open mind. Open mind. <laughs> you know, part of the flashback too. There's a part where he gets beat up as um not him, but the um his ma- his master, I guess. His- I think it's great acting because there's no way anyone in this universe could beat up John Claude Van Damme, right. past, present, or future. That's right. Yeah. So there's a. It's funny because he, there's a scene where his uh, the the master's son gets beat up by bullies, but uh, young Frank Dukes uh, shows up uh, with um, with his with his fist of fury and beats up the bullies, or you know, has them have them you know run away. And the little kid comes and he goes, "One day, I'm gonna make my father proud by." Yeah, yeah. Winning or fighting the in the kumite. <laughs> Just randomly out of nowhere. Yeah. And then next scene, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that sucks. He didn't even get to fight in the wow. kumite. That fool dies. I'm like, oh, uh, that that sucks. <laughs> it did him dirty. He didn't even he didn't get a chance to fight in the kumite. Oh, shoot. If only the little kid knew, dude. Like, oh, sorry, kid. You're not, you ain't winning. You ain't winning nothing. <laughs> Oh man, dude. Uh, anyways, oh, dude. I, I don't know, dude. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, dude. There's just so much stuff with this movie, dude. But that that whole first part of the movie is is all just flashback, which is crazy to me, dude. Like, that's how you start off the movie. We're just gonna do all exposition about what we're gonna do in this movie, and that's pretty much it, dude. It's crazy. Dude, I loved it because the, the moment that I realized that it was like a flashback. It's like, you know, all this all this stuff is happening. It's like all this action and things are kind of going on. Then all of a sudden, like, the, it all just kind of, you know, like, cross-fades or, like, dissolves on, like, John claude Van Damme's face. And then, like, that moment of realization where you're kind of like, oh, shoot, like, this whole thing was a flashback? Like, it was, it seriously, when you watch it, I, I think when I was, when I, when I saw that, because, I, I mean, I've seen this movie, like, more than more than once obviously and, and also like more recent than me being five years old or whatever but for whatever reason dude like upon this watch i had no idea like i never realized that that whole thing was just flashback dude i don't know why it hit me so hard this time this time around dude i was like shocked to find that out it was crazy i started laughing <laughs> i started laughing too when the little kid when when they're training and young Frank Dukes is like, he the, the master is like, okay, that's enough for today. And he's like, no, I want to keep practicing, whatever. And then uh, <laughs> the little kid goes, it's just something like, no, that's all, round eye, or something like that. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him round eye. I'm like, damn, he's freaking little racist too. He calls him round eye, dude. It's uh, it's freaking this racism is killing me inside. It's hilarious, dude. Oh, I have dude, to fight. That's crazy. Look. Go practice your kata. Oh no, it's like taking a little bit. Well, anyways. Um, yeah, I thought it was it was I thought it was hilarious, dude. Like he actually comes out and calls him round eye, dude. Oh man, dude. <laughs> that is freaking awesome. Um <clears throat> So I, I already played your your part. Dude, so that takes us through like the first thirty minutes of the movie, dude. And then after that, I that now I, I can't remember though. Like the the actual training sequence happens during the the flashback, right? 
the yes, dude. That's all I'm telling you. It's all flashback, dude. <laughs> like when he power uh power breaks the the thing that's stretching him out or something like that, and he breaks it by standing up. Not standing up, but you know what I mean. Like he's being stretched yeah. out. But then he like pulls it in or inwards or something like right, that. Right, right, right. I don't understand why that hurts him. He's already done the splits already before. <laughs> like didn't I mean again? Again, yeah. Acting, dude. As McMaster said, the fact that he can portray pain the way he does when JCVD can never be in harm's way or feel any pain. <laughs> it's just a master class in acting, dude. I like the fact that part of his training was to serve tea while blindfolded. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sure what what that what that um, how's that useful? But what I what that what, what I thought that was funny in that part is he's serving tea everybody and the mom, uh, you know the the wife of the master. She's like really impressed. She her smile yes, on her dude, face is I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, like this dude. is like, great. oh, my son never could do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Too bad he died serving tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, my son never made it past this point. Oh, he got chopped right in the head and got decapitated. I don't know what happened to him, but yes, dude. She was so like, her face was just like, oh, I like my him. Son, like, oh. My son got split in half by ropes. Right, <laughs> yeah. That was incredible, dude. That was, that was uh, I thought that was funny, dude. Um, dude. I know, she was rocking those doomy eyes like hard, dude. I was like, dang, lady, your husband is literally right there. And he's not the one with the blindfold on, dude. <laughs> so we're reaching towards like yeah. the end of the flashback, I guess, when he goes out and back and and goes back to his master or something. Um, and and he's like on his deathbed. Did you guys notice that the the master looks the same as like the when same, he was in? Dude. <laughs> he has not <laughs> aged a day. He looks the same, but we're supposed to believe that he's dying. We're like Fool, get up. You look the same, dude. They didn't even bother. This is what happened, dude. What happened is they're like, okay, guys, we got a $1.5 million budget. Do we age him or do we get the, the, the sumo wrestler? And they're like, let's yeah, right. get the sumo yeah. wrestler, dude. It's the same cost. Let's pay him. They're like, guys, the prices of coconuts are are, are too expensive to buy oh some flowers. God, the coconuts, yeah. dude. Oh, my God. That, and that was in the beginning. That was like the first five minutes of the movie where you see yeah, one of. We even talk about that, dude. Like I why love why that why whole. Uh, I love that whole like GI Joe style. Like, oh, this this guy is good at this one fighting style, and this guy is good at just like this one fighting style. So they had like Bro, you know, the sumo guy. Let's not forget that we that the first guy that we see, or I think it's one of the first guys we see, is grown up Richie Rich fighting. Um, in, in uh, did you notice that? It's like a rich dude fighting in a um like in his mansion or whatever, and he's like one of the first ones that you I guess he's gonna be in contestant in the Kumite, dude. That's the first God, thing I thought of. Maybe because I just watched Richie Rich, but that fool was like, maybe. <laughs> yes, dude, he's like supposed to be a rich kid or something. Oh my God! Then we have um the guy who's like uh his fighting style is that of a monkey? Yeah, dude, that one didn't even make sense to me, dude. Like, oh. yeah, dude. No uh, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. It's like the guy, and he has like his trainer or whatever. He's just kind of like, mm-hmm. he looks like Cadbury. He's like, yes. He looks like <laughs> the Richie Rich Cadbury guy, dude. That's awesome, dude. No, see, look, see right there, look. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. See, yeah. it's Cadbury right there. <laughs> and a little smirk. He's freaking. 
And then you got the African guy right here, like, gutting, uh, breaking coconuts with his bare, bare fist. Mm. Heck yeah, dude. The little montage of, I guess, showing all the fighters. This is all before the movie, before the flashback even starts. So when we get going, when the movie finally, when he finally goes to Hong Kong, we are introduced to Donald Gibb, a.k.a. Ray Jackson, dude. Yeah, dude. Some might know him from Revenge of the Nerds, Ogre. Same guy. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm on the podcast. Let's talk about Ray Jackson. <laughs> Ray Ray Jackson. I thought it was funny that when he came in, they're like, how can we make this guy just like stand out as an American? Oh, yeah. Give him a Harley Davidson shirt. Have him wear a bandana and have him walk around with a beer on a on a Hong Kong bus. Right. <laughs> like a like a Coors Light or whatever he had or whatever. Right. And let's have him be misogynistic and hit on a girl. Like yeah, they're like, okay, there's no more American than that, I guess. Is that what they were thinking? <laughs> I mean, it was too early to like. It was too early to protest COVID. That's why. I guess so, dude. It's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get started with that. So dude, I, I think we totally like uh, move past the fact too that like, so so Frank. Frank Dukes is like, uh, is he like Captain America, like the real Captain America, where he's uh, like some type of like American, like army, like weapon or something like that, which is why they don't want him to go to Hong Kong and potentially get killed in the in the secret like martial arts contest or whatever. Um, so that's another part of the story of the whole movie that's weird to me, right? That he's. I guess some kind of soldier where we were first introduced to a guy who says, oh, I'm going to, uh, we need to uh, make sure you don't go to Hong Kong. And then he's like, Oh, I'm going to go take a shower. And then he like disappears on him. And he's like, Oh shoot. Hey, uh, he's gone or whatever, but you don't get any explanation. Well, who are these army dudes? Like why? Right. And then later that part is forgotten. And then later in the movie, we're introduced to none other than freaking Forrest Whitaker's in this movie, dude. Dude, young Forrest Whitaker, dude. With no lazy eye, like what happened? The lazy eye, I he's, know. <laughs> he's got no lazy eye. When did he get the lazy eye, dude? Like he got really high with Snoop Dogg. That's the, that's the thing. Right <laughs> he here. got he had some like, really, really strong high, stuff. <laughs> and all of a sudden, that eye got stuck or something. He's like permanently high, on the left side. Yeah, just on the left <laughs> side, dude. <laughs> so who are they, dude? I like the fact that they show up at the uh, old master's house, and and they show their badges, but they don't say who they are. They say, man, we're FBI agents, or, hey, man, we're CIA. No, nothing. Just show the badges, and that's it. Like, what does Dude, that mean? This is this is low-key, like, a successful version of The Room. <laughs> Why? How? Because, dude, it's like, there's, like, all sorts of stupid, there's all sorts of stupidity, but somehow <laughs> it's still successful, dude. Like, oh, you know, I'm in banking. I can't talk about that. Like, says who? <laughs> like, from The Room. So it's like here, it's like, hey, we're agents. But for what, dude? For what? They don't say what. And then they're like, so, but why are they so interested? In fact, there's a, there's a scene in the movie where he says, oh, the American government has invested so much money in you. Like, what? And That's what I'm saying. What, dude, what is training? He, America's <laughs> He's like, or something? Like, <laughs> exactly. Why Why can't they let this dude go out and do his thing? Like, what, is, he a, is he a killing machine? An assassin? Like you One said. One does not simply learn how to make splits like that. <laughs> That's true. That is 
freaking that's years true. of that's years of scientifically measured HGH and TRT, dude. <laughs> I like the fact when the when the Force Whitaker and his partner uh, show up to meet, uh, and I'm kind of jumping ahead, but when you meet, they they uh, show up and and find um, Frank Dukes, and out of their coat they bring out these giant sized tasers yeah. that look like um, they look like Zach Morris's cell phone, dude. <laughs> yes, yes, dude. dude. They look huge, dude. They're like, what the heck is that, dude? They're like, don't make us tase you. Whatever they say, dude. I'm like, where did that come from? You can't even tell that it was in their, <laughs> inside their coat or something, dude. Yeah, that was freaking wild, dude. But still, I just, I, that, that whole aspect of the movie, I just never understood. Like, who the heck is Frank Dukes that they're not allowing him to go to this thing? You know, Frank Dukes, put up your Dukes. Put up your Dukes. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy, too? Is, is he like their promoter? Like, he's their Jimmy Hart, bro. <laughs> he's, he is like their Jimmy Hart. He's like their agent he's Jimmy, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. I like that guy, too, though. He's funny. <laughs> Dude, there's a line in there. <laughs> Well, so they finally make it to to uh, to Hong Kong, right? And they're just like they meet up with this dude, and and he's taking them through like those alleyways and all that stuff uh, for the, for the community. And he's gonna go in over some like the history of the Kumite. And then when they get into the alley, he's like, "I was cracking up, dude. I was like, what the heck? That's freaking awesome. That guy was amazing, dude." The, are you talking about when it looks like they went into an underground city all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, what was Dude, actually, that? I, li- I like, low-key love that scene because it was... It had almost, like, horror vibes, dude. I was like, what the heck? Like, the way that they shot the whole thing was just kind of, like, all unsteady and, like, the camera was kind of moving around a little bit. Um, that wasn't planned, dude. <laughs> it probably wasn't, dude. They're like, stable, st- how much does a stabilizer cost? Right. <laughs> what? How steady is your hand? Yeah, all right. exactly. Yeah, that I wrote that down too. It was like, where are they going? This is like an underground city or something or what, dude? It looked weird. It was like, I thought I was gonna see the Ninja Turtles come out because I thought they went into a sewer at some point. Right. <laughs> it almost looked like. Do you guys remember Demolition Man when they went down where all the people live in the underground? Oh, yeah, dude. That's Did what you it see looked any like. Cows around. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The rat burgers. Yeah. The rat burgers, dude. Es yeah. de rata. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, dude. That's funny. Uh, so then later in the movie, we're introduced to uh, the journalist in the movie. Do you remember her? Yeah, dude. So I remember, like, I remember when, uh, you know, back when I was like five years old, dude. I didn't. A- April O'Neil was like the epitome of like, of, of just like female perfection, dude. And then I, <laughs> I think this 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 lady was probably like second in line, but then. Watching this movie again, I was like, uh, she's fine. She was she was not bad in the movie. I mean, she was she was pretty and stuff. And her, but she, <laughs> but I thought it was funny. Okay, so we introduced her because there were some people who were supposed to be Arab, and like one of the three looked Arab, and the main antagonist of that group looked like a a really um, dark Filipino. Definitely, yeah, dude. dude. This he was looked, before. Uh, what's that guy's name? Freaking uh, Clifton, Curtis. Uh, more, uh, Curtis, Clifton Curtis. Yeah, 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 dude. This was before that guy, dude. The, the dude who could like he, the chameleon who could just play every role. He totally looked Filipino, dude. He did not look Arab, dude. 
and but I like when he met me, when he when he saw Jean Claude Van Damme. He's like, oh, it's the guy who does tricks with bricks. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was pretty pretty dope, dude. But oh, okay. So one of the other characters we got to talk about, dude, is dude Chung Lee, aka Bolo Young. Yes, dude. Chung Lee, guys. If you guys, this this guy was also in Enter the Dragon, right? He was one of the main fighters in Enter the Dragon who fought Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's known because he knows he uh before Terry Crews was popping his chest, this guy was popping his chest, dude. <laughs> I wonder <clears throat> if he got paid more. Each 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 pop of the chest, dude. That's a hundred bucks more right there. Yeah, right. It's like, dude, just all I gotta do is I I could do it too. Oh, no. Dude, that's what I was like. I was tripping <laughs> out because you know, I always remember uh this character being like super imposing and like He's just always, for whatever reason, just looked huge to me. But, like, now looking at him, I was like, dude, this guy's, like, he's all just pecs. Like, he just has giant pecs, and that's that's like about it, dude. Like, there's nothing. He's, like, 5'4". Like really... Yeah, exactly, dude. He's was super it... tiny. I was like, he does, like, comparing him to Jean-Claude Van Damme, I'm like, dude, these guys are probably, like, JCVD is probably bigger than that dude is, dude. It wasn't me, or did his arms look really short? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everything about him looked just... Aside from his pecs, and it's like eyes, how big his eyes got. Everything else is like looked small to me for some reason. Yeah, that's why every time I saw, I was like, dude, his arms look small. Like he has no reach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have no reach to knock these guys out, dude. Like what? Like how, dude? But I love the fact that was it a choice for him? Like, cause we do hear him talk, but when he's fighting, he's doing like it almost looks like he's yelling or doing something. But they turn the sound off on his mic or something. Cause he makes no noise. He's like he's mute, and he's just like feeding on the on, on the cheers of the crowd. And he kept doing that whole like you know like pumping himself up, whatever. But there was no nothing coming out of his mouth, dude. Like no <laughs> sound. But his mouth would be open, dude, and be like like if he's yelling, like if like the editor sound editor just like turned off his mic or something. Dude, that was like that was a choice, dude. I'm pre- I'm one hundred percent sure that they just said like. <laughs> Like Udo was saying earlier, it was like, this is going to be way better. So they just straight up just like flipped off the freaking sound, dude. It just had him like psychotic and insane. Bro, and what was with the snot rockets, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, before... like all these people are like, you know, getting in their stances and they're getting all warmed up and everything. And the, all that dude did is just like. He just blew, <laughs> blew snot of his nose. Oh, so bad boys out, dude. <laughs> that was crazy. Just like... <laughs> That's all, dude. He was ready to fight, dude. That was it, dude. And so then after that, dude, we get to see a whole collage of fights. I think this is one of the movies where I thought it was pretty cool because the fight and and sort of the choreography is kind of cool. It was it was fun to watch that whole collage of the different fighters and all of them fighting and stuff. I thought it was actually pretty cool. Uh, no? uh it was alright. Dude, I, I kind of like that 80s vibe sound with the fighting and stuff. And I was like, yeah, all right. I, yeah. I'm into it. I think we've been like, I think we're just, we've been spoiled now with uh, a lot of the, the action movies that we get now has just become a little more like brutal and um, a little more intense. Uh, these were all just like very, very choreographed. And you could just kind of tell that everyone was just going through the motions. We're just going like one and two. Yeah, to totally. Kick. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that that's kind of where like it lends its charm, I guess. <laughs> that it was 
that it was totally 80s dude like it was total 80s like fight choreography it was behind sure. the times during that time you yeah, thought well, it was behind no, the times? I, I would say it's like it's a product of its time dude i think most i think most fight scenes in in all the movies were, were gonna look like this well you know maybe i should rephrase that it makes me really appreciate um bruce lee because the Bruce Lee movies, you still look back and they don't look that slow. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I think that's what it is, too, is just the fact that, like, there, there's a kind of a, an anticipation of all the moves. Everybody yeah. already kind of knows where everything is coming from. And yeah. so there's no real, like, stakes, you know what I mean, where you're kind of like, oh, shoot, who's going to win this one? They're kind of telegraphing it from, like, the beginning. But... I guess that's kind of like the charm of it. Dude, I wonder if this too, like, because I feel like everyone got bloody noses. Like, so I wonder if that was just like the easiest way for them to, to like show blood in the movie was just like, uh, anytime anyone gets hit, like their nose gets broken. That's it, dude. Like just, just spend all the money on like the blood. On blood, on what, on, uh, on food coloring? Uh, food coloring, dude. Just like, just <laughs> make it come out of the nose, dude. That's that it. That was like, a large portion of the budget. I'll tell you that. That what was? That was a large portion of the budget right there. I uh, know, dude. Seriously. To have blood. That and that gold tooth that this dude is putting in his mouth right here. Uh, bro, the, the one thing about that 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 made, grossed me out about that dude is that he grabs that. Okay, so it's the 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 um, Arab guy that uh, Van Damme beats up and knocks his gold tooth out, and the guy who's cleaning the mat, you know, from uh, the blood and whatever, gets that gold tooth. And then puts it in his mouth to check if it's real. And I'm like, dude, that just came out of somebody's mouth. What are you doing? It's disgusting, dude. It's like, I know, dude. dude, it was just in somebody's mouth. And he puts it in his mouth to check if it's real, dude. <laughs> that's that's disgusting, dude. I love like, why, it. why are you doing that? That was funny, though. That was funny. Did you guys notice there's a, there's a Cholo fighting, too? Yeah, like that that uh, um, the Muay Thai fighter. The yeah, Muay Thai fighter. Fool, yeah, that fool's name is Paco too, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like wait a minute, dude. He's right there, dude. Look at that. He's like, time to get hard. Look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't tell me that's not a cholo from East Los, dude. Heck yeah, dude. Look at him, dude. I was like, wait a minute, what? That was yeah, that, that was funny. straight up Bato, dude. <laughs> Do you guys remember that you know, scene where the scene where where Van Damme or Frank Dukes? Is kicking this fool in the face like twenty times, but he's just standing there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just taking it like a dummy, like like a punching bag or something like that. That was right. funny, dude. That was pretty hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, dude. But uh, yeah. So so um, in between that, he hooks up with the journalist. Then we get another uh, another fighting collage with all these other fighters. <coughs> Excuse me, with all these other fighters and stuff. And then we also look at the, uh, Uno mentioned him the 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 uh, sumo wrestler. You gotta imagine that's where they got Honda, right? The idea for Honda for uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, probably right. Maybe because he looks almost like like that same character, dude. But I like the fact that there's no <laughs> weight class in this, dude. Because we got Honda and uh, Monkey Dude fighting together, dude. And you know that's not a fair fight. <laughs> dude, that's the uh, the uh, uh, like the early days of freaking uh, UFC, dude. Were the exact same way. I remember they used to have they had that big old black guy. Remember? Yeah, dude. Except that dude got his freaking mouth 
kicked in, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, know, dude. I, okay, so so we're spending a lot of time bashing it, but that's kind of like a comment that I've been sitting on. Is that um, like I did? I do think what made that part of that movie so successful is that it tapped into like American curiosity about what style is best, right? Like even that's a good um, point. See. We can see iterations of that question, attempts to answer that question in Street Fighter. And then, like, Street Fighter was probably, like, the first, the, the biggest uh, video game, like, as far as popularity, maybe even success. Uh, but, it, but it took on that question of what style is best, right? Like, you had, you had the yoga guy, which apparently was a fighting style. Uh, you had the yoga guy, dude. You had the karate guy. You had the kickboxer. You had the boxer, the sumo wrestler. Um, but I feel like that movie kind of like it, you know, we have to credit that kind of movie and like, like Street Fighter for the birth of the UFC because it kind of put monetary value to, um, what you can do by trying to answer that question. That's all I gotta say about that. <clears throat> that's a good point, dude, because yeah, I think that's part of the appeal of the movie that you get to see. All these different styles. It's something we've always wondered, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Wondered. And they try to wondered. pose that question in the movie, too. Although it's funny that what kind of style is uh, Jackson's? Because I can't tell what it is, dude. That was just, it's literally just brute strength, I guess, right? That's yeah, dude, I mean, he's hitting a, he's, yeah, I don't know, dude, because he's technically punching, um, a, he's just punching a punching bag. Pretty much. Like dude. a heavy bag. At one no, point, no. he grabs both his fists together and he like he swings it like if he's holding a hammer, dude. It's like, wait, what kind of style is that? I don't know. I thought it was funny though. Um, totally. So it can't be um, an '80s movie without having a rock ballad in it. Yeah. Yes. And when he's on the bus, thinking, "Oh, what should I do?" and he's being terrorized by uh, um, by Chung Lee. So Chung Lee's in his head already, like when he's on the bus. He Ooh, thinks he yeah. sees him on the bus, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, That's crazy. It is, dude. It is. And I, and I think another part where the, the dude, I got to say, I don't know if you remember this, but the the scene where after that, that bus ride, and it's like the next day, and the next the, the next morning, I'm trying to find what scene it, oh, right here, where, yes, dude, dude, that's such a, like a really beautiful scene, dude. Like so much so that when you look in the background, you look here, there's an actual plane taking off. Oh shoot, yeah, that's true. What the heck? You see the whole city of Hong Kong in the background? Dude, you know that's probably half the budget went into this shot, dude. Right. <laughs> half the budget went into the shot. And and what do we see? Of course, Van Damme doing the splits. Doing the splits, dude. Outside of his balcony or wherever he's at, dude. But I, honestly, dude, that shot was like, man, that that's that shot is actually beautiful. It actually looked really nice. Look at that Boom, beautiful dude, shot that, over yeah, the city, that dude. Dope, dude. That actually was really nice. I saw that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so right before this scene, the journalist is like trying to stop the fight because she doesn't want to get, you know, doesn't want him to die because, you know, cares for him or whatever. And she says something like, "Someone almost got killed today or whatever." And like, hasn't like Chun Li killed like 20 people already? Like during the whole fight. He's been like mowing yeah, down just, people. Dude, that's what's crazy is that um, this isn't like a fight to the death, right? It's just like <laughs> you, you can just, it's full contact. Um, but 
freaking Chun Li just seems like he's just killing everybody, dude. And everybody's like cool with it. Just kind of like, oh yeah, it's just that's what Chun Li does. He's just, he, you know, if you get in the ring with him, you're gonna die pretty much. Um, but that's what I was like. That's what kind of like tripped me out. That in every, pretty much in every single fight, he like kills every single fighter. That he, he kills everybody, against. dude. He like literally yeah, dude, kills like, everyone he fights, dude. So in an effort to stop him from fighting, stop Frank Dukes from fighting, because the the um, journalist doesn't want her to doesn't want him to to be killed by Chung Lee, uh, tells the Hong Kong police, and they of course they show up with the two agents, wherever department they're from, and he's like, take them, and literally there's only two Hong Kong cops that show up in that underground city. Yeah, <laughs> like you would have thought it would be like, okay, you need it. He's a fighter in the Kumite. You might need to bring more than just two measly little guys to try to stop him or something. And of course, that doesn't happen. Of course, dude. So, hey, dude, fight to survive, dude. Fight to survive. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! I I also thought it was funny how um, he uh, when he shows up, um, I guess late because he was being stopped by the cops, or whatever. But they don't know he's showing up yet. And that other guy who's always betting, when he's like, oh, don't worry. And he shoves money into the guy, to the judge's, like, gi or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he shows up, he takes the money back. He takes it out? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that, dude. That scene made me laugh so hard. And I was like, oh, that was pretty funny, dude. He's like, yikes. Nope. He's here. Dude, no need for the bribe. That's what I was going to say. This, this movie, um, I, I think, and I think that's what makes it great is that, it's such a great mix of so many different genres, dude. Because, like I said, in in you know, it has all like the the '80s tropes in it and stuff with all the montages and and like you said, like the rock ballad and all that stuff. And it's uh, it's definitely definitely like an action movie. But then it also has, like I said, the kind of like horror vibes when you're getting into the like the Forbidden City, like the Hidden City stuff. And then uh, even the chase scene, dude. Like when uh, we were talking about it earlier, when Forrest Whitaker finds uh, when he when they find him for the first time and they start chasing him through the city. It was almost like it had like all these like comedy beats to it. It was almost like super like it. it I, I could almost hear like the uh, what, what is that uh, like that British the Benny Hill song. The Benny Hill song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he was like just kind of jumping over the rail and freaking JCVD dude is just like a charming freaking. That, that dude is just like mad cute dude he's just out there like hold, holding on to like railings and stuff and just kind of waiting he's like almost like stopping he's, his he's like mocking mocking them completely yeah dude <laughs> but it's like awesome because it just it, this movie kind of flip-flops between like action and then <clears throat> comedy and uh even has like a like a buddy comedy type of thing with with uh, frank and jackson um just like I love it, dude, because it ha- it literally has a little bit of everything in this movie. It has like the romance stuff to it too. Um, uh, so that's I, I genuinely I think that's what makes this movie great is that it's not just like a one note like action movie. It does like a whole bunch of different things, which is pretty dope. It is, dude. So we get we gotta talk about the last fight, dude. Right, his last fight with Chung Lee, and. You would think that um, you know it would be a harder time, but in the first couple minutes, dude, he's handling Chung Lee, dude. He's actually he's beating him up, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> his arms are too short; you can't reach him. 
That's right, dude. I don't know what it is, but th- but then obviously he he's like, okay, I'm gonna lose, so let me throw stuff in his eye in front of everybody. Like right, no one yeah. says anything, and the the food throws like uh, some kind of dust in his eye or something, and I, I guess makes him uh, uh, not only blind, but it makes him hysterical too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Here's the scene right here. Frankie. He throws that stuff in his eye, and he's like. Oh my god, he's looking at his he can't see. And that yell that he does, dude. But Okay, so he he There it is. <laughs> Why is Chung Lee not beating him up at that point? He's just looking at him. But here's the best one. say otherwise dude this guy is literally like this dude is literally giving it his all dude and it's amazing it's it's, it's admirable dude i love it to it look. <clears throat> we talked about this movie we laughed we made fun of it a bit but yes i agree with you that i actually enjoyed going back and watching this movie i th- i for one i'm not saying they were technically sound but the fight collages were fun like, I enjoyed it with the music in the background and everything. There were two of them, dude. They were, like, they were awesome, dude. I thought it was it was fun to watch, and I, I liked it. I'm not saying it was Bruce Lee-level stuff, but it was definitely fun to see. I think part of the appeal, what, what Uno was talking about, is that you get to see the different people fight different t- type of styles, and I thought that was pretty cool. So I thought that that was that was cool. So, you know you're curious. About what? You know you're curious about... Whether a sumo wrestler can beat a kickboxer? Yes, you dude. are. That's true. Dude. I wanted that answer, that uh, question answered, man. <laughs> For sure. And so, anyways, of course, Frank Dukes wins, and then we get <clears throat> some uh, some uh, what did you call those letter cards? What do they call at the end? You know when they have yeah, like a, the, yeah there's like a term title cards or whatever title cards, right? But we hear. Uh, that this was all based on a true story. And uh, what's it from 1975 to 1980, Frank Dukes fought 329 matches. He retired undefeated as the world heavyweight full contact Kumite champion. And apparently he uh, also had some uh, records that to this day have still not been broken. Dude, how, how, how real do you think that is, dude? That is complete and utter BS, dude. Like, his knockout, wh- what does it say? It's like point twos or something like that? 3.2 seconds. Yeah. Fastest that's... punch with a knockout, point twelve seconds. Fastest yeah. kick with that's, a knockout. That's crap, dude. 70... Point twelve seconds, dude? That is ridiculously fast, dude. <laughs> that's like the flash fast, dude. Dude, dude point twelve that, seconds? <laughs> like... In the end, like when when Derek Fisher made that crazy shot in like against the Spurs, that was 0.4 seconds. You realize it's a quarter of that time you knock somebody out. <laughs> yep. The, yeah, dude. Can we, Jeff? Tell us about all the BS that people have called on on this guy, dude. Dude. So um, he has said that he was worked with the CIA. That he was uh, a Marine that won the Medal of Honor. And 
military records show. Never won a never won nope. in a uh, medal of honor. Nope. Never worked with the CIA. Okay. Uh, never worked. Uh, um, uh, at some point, they said he was in Vietnam. Never was in Vietnam. He was a, a Marine Reserve, um, and uh, never was in any actual action. I believe, like he was just he was just in the army for that period, but didn't do anything else. In fact, they found records that the, a psychiatric um, uh, report on him that he uh, tends to uh, have some uh, imagination. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't go as far as saying delusions of grandeur, but that he would uh, exaggerate certain facts. So, it's kind of like, wow, yeah, dude. dude. Crazy. It's yeah, kind of crazy, dude. It's like, this guy said that he did all this other stuff and fought and had all that. He even had his own school, dude. I think part of, one of the things that I found about him is that he was, uh, he didn't, wasn't taught in any form of, um, uh, martial arts, but it was ninjutsu. And if you yeah. remember back in the eighties, dude, ninja movies were in, dude. Yeah, yeah, if, dude. Ninja movies were like totally everything, dude. Shao Kazuki, dude. I still remember that guy's name. American <laughs> Ninja. Remember that movie? Yeah. Rukusaki, bro. Right. Dude, <laughs> yeah. This is this is where I know that I this... remember you faced my master, Urukusaki. Yes, dude. <laughs> uh, th- th- this is the part yes. where. Um, I thought it was really super fake, right? Uh, he says that the reason... He, uh, okay, so remember at the end of the movie, he's given a sword. You know, Jean-Claude Van Damme is given a sword, uh, katana, as part of, I guess, the trophy, right? And so Duke says that the reason he no longer has the sword is that he, pre- he was presented... Uh, the, the sword that he was presented at the Kumite is that he sold it in a failed attempt to buy the freedom of a boat of orphans. Oh my gosh! Wow! That, dude. despite not having the money, he still later rescued them from pirates. <laughs> yes. Come on, dude. Come on. And then oh, check this out. He stopped a plot to assassinate Steven Seagal, oh according to him. <laughs> dude, we all know nobody needs help stopping an assassination than Steven Seagal, dude. He could do that on his own, man. Dude, yeah, that's insane. Insane. That is crazy, right? So, obviously, his whole story is about the Kumite. Who knows? Maybe there might be some truth. Maybe there's not. Who knows? Maybe he just, maybe he was in a in a tournament and he just exaggerated. Who knows? All I know is the story made for a good movie, a a a, a watchable movie, uh, movie that was um, fun to watch. So, if you want to know what we think, I think we're all in agreement, right? That we actually enjoyed watching Bloodsport for what it is. Just a regular yeah, dude, action movie. Hilarious, dude. Oh, dude, for sure. This is a, another one, just like Short Circuit. That's like pure joy, dude. Where you watch this and you're, it, it's kind of hard not to have like a smile on your face throughout. It's hilarious. It's, it's just amazing, dude. Like is, through dude. and through, it's great. There you go, guys. Check it out. It's on Netflix. If you guys haven't had a chance to see it, go and watch it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's crazy. It is outlandish in some, you know, instances, but. Uh, Jay's gonna stand by the acting. I'll stand by the untechnical fighting sequences, and Uno, uh, Uno's gonna stand by just the all macho man McMaster's worth of action that you see in this movie. That's right. There it is. See, see. So, uh, if you, can I just say to like 
if anybody watches this in as a result of this podcast, just to let us know, hit us with your own review, record a little voice message, shoot it over to us. Because we want to, we, you know, the reason why we're doing this, we're digging through the co- the crates, so to speak. We're digging through the vault is we just want to try to find movies that we probably would skip in any other circumstance. But right now that we're all home, scrolling through endless uh, streaming options, we as a beta reporter saying roll the dice on Bloodsport, dude. And if you roll the d- dice on Bloodsport, let us know how many times you laughed out loud. That's right. <laughs> Exactly, dude. Yeah, check it out, dude. And it's yeah, as Uno mentioned, for the month of May, I'm we're doing the punching bag. <laughs> uh, as we said, in the month of May, we're going to be watching these movies. Just something different to show you guys, you know, something to enjoy while you guys are at home. Uh, for some of us, stay at home has been extended. Oh my goodness. Um, and um, yeah, so so check it out, dude. Check check out these. Movies that we're talking about. And we're going to continue it, like I said, for the month of May. And next week, we're going to be watching... Uno, you want to tell everybody what movie we're going to be watching? We're going to be watching The Mask of Zorro. Oh, see. We'll be watching Anthony Hopkins playing a Spaniard. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony Hopkins playing a Hispanic uh, character. Because oh, because shoot. Anthony, when you think of Hispanic, if you think of somebody who's uh, uh, from uh, Spanish uh, uh, ancestry, you think of Anthony Hopkins, right? And, and Sean Connery, apparently. Oh, I'm, I'm saying Spanish. I'm thinking of Spain. No, that that guy. He's he's supposed to be. Uh, he's supposed to be Spanish, Spain, Spaniard, or Mexican. Yeah, he's supposed to be a Spaniard. Spaniard, right? Yeah, Not Mexican. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought so. I was like, no, he's 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 Spaniard. Oh my goodness, dude! We gotta watch that, dude. We're gonna have to watch it, and that's what we're gonna watch next week. So you guys can join us. It's available. Uh, oh is it available on Netflix or? Yeah, it's a hundred percent available on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay, there you go, guys. Ta-da. Another movie you guys can watch. So come back with us next week. And uh, before we do that, don't forget that we'd love for you guys to uh, check out our social media pages at the Beta Report on. Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter we don't use, but it's still there. You guys go check it out and see that it's there for reals. Keep mentioning it, and it's not a myth. It's real. It's there, but hardly anything gets on it. So, <laughs> But be you know what? Be the first one to say something on it or, or hit us up on Twitter, dude, for anybody hey, that uses it. Tweet at us just so we can uh, figure out how to comment back to people. <laughs> how to... How to, how to do it, because I don't I have no idea how to do it. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, dude, so go ahead. Check it out. Check out uh, our social media pages. We love to interact with you guys. Let us know how we're doing. That, that's another thing, too, guys. Let, know, let us know how we're doing. Give us some feedback. We only want to get better for you guys. We want to make a good show for you guys and have some something that you guys will enjoy listening to, even watching on our Instagram. I think, uh, I think we've been having fun doing some videos on there, so... Go ahead and check it out. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. Hey, so, hashtag break a board challenge, dude. We want to see somebody actually break a board mm, with their freaking karate chop, dude. Little disclaimer, go though. You know, we have to uh, tell people that some people might get hurt, like like some people did over here. <laughs> thing was dude, hard. Hazel, Hazel's the real Frank Dukes, dude. She's the re- She really put up your Dukes, man. She broke that board. 
she did the uh, what was it called the Dumak? The the Dumak. Dumak. The DMAC, dude. She freaking. The Big Mac. I could do the Big Mac. Big Mac. I could do the Big Mac challenge. I'll just eat that up. <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh, that that one's easy for me, dude. All right, guys. Thank you guys for, for listening to uh, this week's episode. Come back next week. Let's watch another movie together. We'd love for you guys to uh, hit us up. So for the beta report, this is Khan. This is Jay. This is Autumn. <laughs> Until next week, this is the Beta Report. And we out!
it's goofy, it's silly, it's uh, fun to watch. I think I uh, enjoyed the chemistry between the uh, two main characters in that. So uh, check it out. I don't know if you guys will like it, but I enjoyed it. I am a sucker for romantic comedies. You can see, uh, as you can see with Short Circuit, because uh, there's nothing like a good romantic comedy without robots and uh, uh, humans. But anyways... Go check it out. So those are our picks of the hey, week. He's not that what? kind of robot. Right? He's not that kind of robot, dude. He didn't molest her. He'll sure. wine and dine you before <laughs> he tries anything. Right? Before any input. <laughs> before any input. That's, that's right. He was demanding more input, more input. More input. I know, dude. He was Damn. aggressive about it. Aggressive, dude. Anyways. Like, chill out, Johnny Five. Want some software? <laughs> yeah. All right. Next week, we're going to be doing blood sports. So come back. Don't forget to check out our social media at the Beto Report. Uh, check out our videos. We'll be posting more videos. I actually had fun making some videos this week. So check out our videos. Check out everything on our social media at the Beto Report, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Someday we'll post something on there. Go check it out. Thank you guys for joining us for the Beta Report. This is the con. This is Jay. Go USA. <laughs> This is Una. And that is the beta report. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.